Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hello, happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome into the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. He's Michael Lombardi. Hello, and Stormy. We are in the thick of it. Round one, NBA and NHL postseason. I am hype, Michael. I got to tell hyped? you. How'd your bets turn out yesterday on hockey? Uh, okay. You want to talk about it? So... I, I had the Bruins, which was good. I ended up buying in on the Carolina Hurricanes, but the Oilers did me so dirty last night, Michael. Oh, I'm sorry. You have no idea. They were up 2 nothing after the first period, up 3-1 midway through the third, and I had them in regulation, and they ended up um, allowing three goals in the third period and had to go to overtime. The final goal that the Kings scored was with, like, 17 seconds left, and I, they had, took a stupid penalty so unnecessary. I was so mad. And I'm just screaming at the television because it's inevitable. Like, I know it's going to happen. Of course, I bet the Oilers in regulation and it's going to go to overtime. So, brutal beat for me. They ended up losing an OT. And brutal bet for anybody who had the under six and a half as well because 3-3 yeah, three, three going yeah. to extra minutes. So Yeah, I mean, who would have thought that as bad as the Oilers are on defense – that it took overtime to go over the six and a half. I know. Well, so that's the thing. It's so funny because to your credit, yesterday you said, are you worried about, about the Oilers' defense? I was like, of course, I always am. But <laughs> It's the only thing I really know about the Oilers. I was up in Edmonton, and all they <laughs> talked about when I was there was how bad the Oilers' defense was. It's just unbelievable to me. They went 14 to 15 games coming into this one. Their yeah. goaltending was actually going well. Skinner had been playing well, and then this is what they do to me. So was not pleased with that. Hopefully we bounce back today. Shout out Vegas Golden Knights. I need you to get the dub over the Jets. But uh, the NBA last yeah. night was wow. awesome. Yeah. How about the Sacramento Kings going up 2-0 against the defending champs? You know, I, I think there's always this mentality that happens in sports, especially with championship teams, is we're so good we can turn it on. And I anticipated them turning it on yesterday, the Warriors, but I didn't anticipate them being careless with the basketball and having so many – so many mispossessions, so many bad turnovers. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that they just turned it over. They had so many bad possessions. And this whole notion, well, we got this, we got this. No, we never really got this. You, you know, and, and I think to me, the Kings, you know, being the best offensive team in basketball, that they were hungrier and they made it count. And look, Fox in the fourth quarter, what was he, five for nine yep. in the fourth? I mean, he makes the plays that he had to make when it, when it happens. So, you know, the, to me, this – 
we're going to turn it on. That doesn't happen. The lack of defensive play, forget the home court, road court, the lack of defensive play by the Warriors has been concerning all season. Well, and meanwhile, like we came into this series concerned about Sacramento's defense. And in game one, yeah, like we saw them shooting. They showed that they were the best offensive team in the league. And then in game two, I think their defense really stepped up. And you talk about the turnovers. Warriors turned it over 22 times. That turned into 25 points automatically for Sacramento. Um, Steph Curry, 28 points, but just three of 13 from three, which is obviously uncharacteristic. They just really struggled to get it going. And what you said about De'Aaron Fox, like back-to-back games now that the second half, he has turned it on. He's been unbelievable. You know, they have 20 turnovers in the game. You can't beat anybody. I mean, what's the one thing we talk about in football all the time is you have to avoid losing before you can win? What's the same thing in basketball? You can't turn the ball. You can't give a very good offensive team 20 extra possessions. Mm-hmm. With your careless with the basketball, and you know, as good as they are, the 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 Kings have matched them. I mean, let's be clear. You know, the the Kings in, and they shot thirty two percent from the three point line. I mean, the Kings didn't shoot well from that. They were twenty four percent from the three point line and still won the game. So, to me, I, I, this that's a hard thing to do in sports. Is when you have a championship team, is is there's a belief we're just going to turn it around, and yet that never really happens. And this is the the first time now in the series that we've seen the Warriors at a plus money price to see if they're able to bring it back. Just good to note, teams up 2-0 in a best of seven series in the NBA postseason, 308 and 26, a winning percentage of 90%. So it's very, very difficult to have a team come back. Um, The Warriors are, by the way, the fifth defending champ uh, in NBA postseason history to fall behind 0-2 in the first round, and each of the previous four did go on to lose that opening series. Do you think Draymond gets suspended? So that's the question. And and you talk about Golden State's defense, right? Right. How big of a turning point was that in the fourth quarter when he does the stomp on on Sabonis' chest, which is uncalled for? I mean, but that's just not being smart at the right time. I mean, you have to play smart. You know, last year, I thought he got away with it in the Boston series. I really did. I thought he got away with it there. I thought he did some things that the referees kind of held back or he could have been thrown out of a couple of, uh, other games. So to me, you know, you got to be smarter than that. You know, Parcells used to say this all the time. We're not we're too dumb to be any good. You can't you can't do that. You can't, and especially in a fourth quarter of a game where you need your best defensive player. Well, and, and that's exactly the thing because they Golden State was able to keep it close there for another couple of minutes, but then you could tell how much Draymond's defensive presence was missed there. And it's like death taxes and Draymond kicking somebody. Very appropriate today is tax day, <laughs> is by it the tax way. Day? It, it is. is. Yes, yeah. today's the day. But it's like, and it's not so much even the what, but the who when it comes to Draymond, right? Because we can debate all day long how hard was the stomp or how much yeah, pressure the was intent. there really? Whatever, it's the but, yeah, but it's Draymond. And it's like Draymond is a player that you don't give the benefit of the doubt to. Like right. Indomitian Sue is a player you're not going to give the benefit right, of wh- the doubt you to. You know he's being watched. I mean, it's like, you know, he's got, you know, the, you know, that 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 Geico commercial where the guy's in the in the in the trash can, he's spying on people. You know he's being <laughs> watched, right? You know he's going to be watched the whole time. That's like great. Draymond has no room for error. I mean, no. he's he's and this is his own doing. He's made himself into this. This is what he's done. So you know, and if he wants to be a true team player, he's not going to do that stuff. And he did speak to that play after the game. Can you just walk us through what happened there? My leg got grabbed. Second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. 
So you didn't really see where you were stepping. You just... I, I can only step so far. I'm pulling my leg away. So what was, it is what it is. What was the explanation they gave? I know they gave him a technical, then obviously you. <clears throat> the explanation was I stumped too hard. And listen, Sabonis did initiate, sure, yeah, no but doubt. I'm not flexible enough to, like, get get out of I here. mean, always Come the on. victim, always the victim. Be better. Yeah, I mean, you got to assume, you know, I mean, but look, it's going to be interesting to see what Silver does, the commissioner on this. Is he going to suspend him? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he's making it out like it was no big deal. You know, they threw him, you know, they took him out of the game. You know, you just wonder if because Sabon Sabonis did, like, he flopped, he did, you know, whatever, yeah. like, if, if he maybe get he fined? gives a little leeway for fined? that. That's for... Other people to decide, it's Michael. It's above your pay grade. I'll, it's above my pay grade. But I, I just want to, one last thought on, on this series, which has been very, very fun to watch, especially the back and forth that we've had in these yeah. games, is that Sacramento, like, you saw after game one the confidence that that win gave them. And they are young and they're energetic and they have belief. And I wonder how hard it's going to be for this Golden State team to work their way out of it. But it's like, now we need to go see that at Chase Center, right? Like, right. what are the Kings going to well, bring you, in Golden State? You know, now the mentality is, well, we're going home, we're going to be fine. You know, the mentality is we can turn it on when we're in Sacramento. And I bought into it. And now we're going to go home and we're going to turn it on. But, you know, if they're able to get through this, as you indicated, it's a 92% mm -hmm. chance they can't get through this. Can they beat somebody who's, you know, at a, at a higher level? Can they continue to grow? Their play right now, turning the ball over, careless with the basketball, and then they haven't played great defense all season. Let's be honest about that. So, you know, the 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 the, the negative things about this Warrior team is some coming to light. I, I thought that was a game they were going to win because they have a championship mindset, and that didn't show up. Even still, um, the way things sit right now, who do you think is more likely to be able to steal a game on the road? I still think Golden State. I mean, yeah. look, we talked about the road. We said this yesterday. Golden State, I mean, if Clay makes that shot or, or if – if Steph makes Definitely. that three-pointer yep. in the first game, they've got a chance. If Draymond stays in this game, they might win this game. You know, But these ifs and buts have been what's happened all the time with the Warriors on the road. First time in the Steph, Clay, and Draymond era, the Warriors are down 0-2 in a series. First time for the team since 07. Golden State's been on a run of 27 straight playoff appearances without trailing 0-2. The longest streak in NBA history officially broken. Another team up 2-0, 76ers. You know, that that was a game that you thought Brooklyn I, – I, I really liked Brooklyn in the 10-and-a-half yesterday, and it looked really good for a long time. It and did. It, it looked really good for a long time. But, you know, the under kind of – look, we had it, it – start when we were on doing the show yesterday, Thomas Gable, it was at 213. It came mm -hmm. down to 211. Mm -hmm. You know, it closed there because we knew, the, we knew the Sixers would not shoot to this level that they shot in the first game. But, you know, Brooklyn just doesn't have enough opportunity. They, they have to be so good – from out, they can't get to the rim. Mm -hmm. They can't get to the rim, and so they have to be a fifty percent three-point shooting team to beat them. And even though the 76ers didn't play well, they were still able to win and win convincingly. Well, and that's the thing. That's, that's exactly what I have wrote, written down in my notes here. Philly did not play any good, yeah. but they still came back to win and cover the double-digit spread. Uh, and, and you talk about them not being able to shoot as well as they did in Game One. That was a franchise record: twenty-one made threes that they had in that game. Um, got 31 points off turnovers in the 20-point win in game one this time. This is actually the first game all season long, Michael, that they've won a game without scoring 100 points. Yeah, and I think that the difference is, is if you if Brooklyn's going to win a game, they're going to have to shoot close to 50% from okay. the three-point line. They shot 37% from, from inside the three-point line. And Philly yesterday only shot 31%, well below their normal average. So, And they can't control the boards. 
because they're, 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 when they're playing the small ball, they can't control it. This is just a tough matchup. I mean, Brooklyn just doesn't have enough weapons offensively to put the ball in the bat. I thought Cam Johnson was great, you know, in the first game. The, M- Mikhail Bridges was a sensational, but it's just going to be too hard for them. And even though Harden played poorly, they were still able to find a way to win. That's an interesting thing we should talk more about is some of these older guys, they can play good for a game. And then the next game they don't play. Will Jimmy Butler play at the same level he did the first? Like, it's hard for them to put four games in a row. Absolutely. Uh, can can the Nets steal a game in this one? Because that Philly to sweep at plus 120 is staring at me. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think so. I really don't. I thought Philly and B passed the ball better than I've ever seen him do that. And Philly's defense tightened up in the second half. I just don't know if there's any answers left for Brooklyn. Where do they go now? Yep, absolutely. We have plenty more on the NBA throughout the course of the next two hours. Our NBA senior handicapper, Jonathan Von Tobel, will join us at some point as well to preview the three games we have on tap tonight. Going to take a quick break, but back to the NFL when we return on the Lombardi line. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID. Open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're live in Las Vegas, a Circa Resort and Casino. Welcome back to the Lombardi Line. The NFL draft just nine days away as the countdown did, did, to Kansas City continues. Did you see the Bryce Young odds? No. <laughs> yes. 
So why doesn't Carolina just announce it? I mean, why not? What are they holding back on? Like, what's the point? Yeah, what's the point? point? I mean, like, seriously, we all know what's going. Everybody in the league knows it. Everybody in the league knows it's Bryce Young. And so Bryce Young knows it. Bryce Young said the teams, teams are trying to bring Bryce Young in this week for a visit. And Bryce Young said, no, 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 I'm out. Yep. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network reporting uh, yesterday that he's, you know, he's already met with the Panthers and Texans. And he did a meeting with the Raiders as well, but I think it's pretty clear that he knows where he's going to go. Yeah, and I think he's been told. I think his agent knows. And, no and more, it, no more need for useless meetings with other teams. Yeah, at this I think. Point. What, I think one of the questions I've been asked by teams picking in the, in in the let's say somewhere between four and twelve, is would you pick where would you pick Will Anderson? I, I think that's the guy that that the media sees him one way. And I think people in the league see him a little bit differently. And I'm not saying Houston's not going to pick him, but I think there is some conversation going on. Is he the best player? I mean, Jalen Carter Mm -hmm. is the best, second best defensive player in this draft. Now, he comes with some things you've got to work your way through. And some teams may not be able to work their way through those situations off the field, his weight gain, his character, his work habits, all those things. That, you know, people say they weren't creeped up when he was at Georgia until the incident happened on the mm-hmm. campus yet. But when you start to dig, they were there. Georgia does, Georgia does a really good job of protecting their players. And I don't say that. I don't say that in terms of being malicious towards Georgia, that's Georgia's job is to protect their mm-hmm. players. Back in the eighties, when I first started scouting colleges would share information about their players openly mm-hmm. and medical, all that. Now we've got the HIPAA laws. We've got all, you can't do that anymore. And so you have to be very, very careful about what people are saying about their players because they're out there recruiting players to come back to it. So yeah, Georgia does a great job in that area. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to months ago when Todd McShay caught like a lot of flack for saying that there were some potential character yeah. things with Jalen Carter. And then eventually down the line, we see what happens with the reckless driving arrest that ultimately came through at a later date. But um, that's the question from teams is, do you want to hitch your wagon to somebody with that little element of him that, unknown because of how good he is? On that the wagon is, is a good player. I mean, he is a dominant. I mean, he throws guys around like ragdolls. I mean, it's really good. He's a good player. And, and you're just going to have to work your way through it. you got to feel comfortable with spending time with them. And look, there, there is, these are always the situations that creep up during a draft. And the team that gets the most valuable information or the best information can deal with it. And that information isn't going to come on the campus of Georgia because they're all going to sing praises about Carter. You're going to have to find it out somewhere else. And it's good to note. So you mentioned the odds with Bryce Young. Uh, I've seen him as high as minus 1,400 at this point. <laughs> at BetMGM, he's minus 1,000. Remember a couple weeks ago? Oh, it was 275 and 225. Ago, yeah, when people are calling us crazy because you're like, I, Bryce Young's the guy, steadfast about it, and that's the way it seems to, to look like things are going to play out. As far as the number two selection goes, it took a while, but we've officially seen movement on who's going to go number two overall, whereas it was very firm in the belief of just about everybody out there from the media perspective that CJ Stroud was going to be the the guy. Like if if the Texans aren't able to get Bryce uh, sorry, if Bryce Young goes one, then it's CJ Stroud two. If CJ Stroud goes one, then it's Bryce Young two. That's just the way that everybody's yeah. talked about it. Now not so much anymore and Will Anderson is a plus 150 favorite followed by Will Levis at plus 210 to be the number two selection. So in terms of quarterbacks in general, Stroud isn't even the shortest shot for the quarterback to go number yeah, two. Yeah, that's going to be the, you know, remember Justin Fields slipped too. Mm-hmm. Remember Justin Fields was being talked about as the third overall pick. 
in that draft, right? And, you know, that was the Trey Lance draft. And I made the comment, I think, ten five days before the draft, I said there's tr- tr- Justin Fields is not going to be the third pick. I thought it was going to be between Mac Jones and Trey Lance all the way. Now, there's some experts on that thought it was always Trey Lance, but we'll get to that in another time. That still uh, bothers me. But the reality here is, is that I don't know where Stroud goes. I don't have a feel for it. I truly believe, and this is not based on anything I've been told, but I get the sense, and I think the betting market does too, that Will Levis will be the fourth pick overall in the draft to Indianapolis and not Stroud. Because I do know this, teams picking in the top 10, teams needing quarterback, are working more on Stroud because they realize now Houston isn't going to take him. How angry still or like how much hate mail is Lovey Smith getting from the Texans organization for winning that game? The fourth and 20 heard round the world when they beat the Colts. I mean, look at it, it, He won two of the last three games down there, you know, and it, it's really, it's their fault. It, you have to blame the Texans. They knew they were firing Lovey. They knew it was a disaster with Lovey. Uh, they should have known before they hired Lovey that he, you know, I mean, Lovey's win percentage since he left Tampa, I think he had one winning year in Tampa going through, including the University of Illinois, hadn't been very good. So when you let, you know, you can't walk into the coach's office and say, you got to lose this game, knowing you're going to fire the coach. They should have just fired the coach. They should have just fired him and said, we're going to begin our search. But you're right. I mean, I do believe that they would pick Bryce Young if he were there. They would easily make that pick because Bryce Young is the best player. I don't believe they thought Bryce Young, based on what they knew that that time of the year was at 5'10", was as good as he is. Uh, Nick Casario in his pre-draft press conference yesterday said that they have received some calls for that number two overall selection. What are they doing with it, Nick? We've we've received some calls, actually, on the number two pick. So I think our job and responsibility is to listen um, and not rule anything out. Um, and I think whatever the end result is, um, come Thursday, you know, we'll be prepared to go, um, either way. So if you want to quote me, are we open for business? I'd say we're open to listening. So if you want to change the vocabulary this year a little bit, but, uh, we have received a few calls. Um, and again, I think our responsibility is to listen, um, to try to take the information in and then just make the right decision. If they do want a quarterback, Michael, I mean, they still have that number 12, yeah, as well. that's right. They could easily do that. Like, like there's not a, these quarterbacks are not graded as high as people think they are graded. So they could easily, I mean, Richardson could easily be there at 12 if they want to go in that direction. But just listening to what Nick said there is, I don't think he wants to trade the pick. I think what he's telling everybody is you're going to have to really blow us away to, for us to trade this pick. Do you agree with that? Or do you think that they, I mean, they're a I roster that, that needs I, some TLC. They could get an extra pick. I, I to me, I agreed with it if Jalen Carter was the second pick overall. Okay. I don't. I, to me, again, the reason you're trade, the reason the Bears traded, and the reason that the Houston would trade away from two is because they can't get comfortable with Carter's character. That's the only reason. As a football player, Carter would be the easy number two pick in the draft. I mean, that's not really hard to figure out. And somebody's going to pick him. Somebody's going to take a chance on it before he gets to Philly, which will definitely pick him. Um, you mentioned Indianapolis and. There, what appears to be a little love affair with Will Levis. Jim Mersey took to Twitter over the weekend. Yeah, I love it. Stating the obvious, but I'll repeat it anyways because I think it's fun. He said, for the 2023 draft, we have many options. With the number four pick, we could stay put and take a quarterback. 
or trade up and take a quarterback or trade down and maybe take a quarterback or not. All options are on the table, but we like our position and are very excited. Fire up. And he had pictures of all four of the primary quarterbacks that we've been talking a lot about. Will Levis did have his visit with Indianapolis yesterday, and it does seem like the more and more we talk about it, the common logic is they'll have their pick of Will Levis or Anthony Richardson from that spot. And Will Levis seems to make the most sense for them. Well, I mean, look, so, so one of the things that happen in basketball, this is a pet peeve of mine in the league, is there's the basketball used to, I don't know if it's still the rule, but you couldn't represent players and coaches in the NBA. You either had to do coaches or you had to do players. The NFL's never changed that rule. And so because they've never changed that rule, players and coaches are represented by the same firm. CAA represents Will Levis. They represent Shane Steichen. You know, and they got all those guys in there. And then when you look at, when you look at the other one is uh, Tyree Wilson. You know, like the other player, I think he's really up for the second pick overall in the draft because I think he, I think they see him in Houston like maybe he could be Nick Bosa. And you know, when you go through that, he's represented by the same people that are, that represent D'Amico Ryan's. So you you kind of have to follow the agent trail a little bit here. You know, you have to kind of go down that path because when your agent represents the player, you're getting good information. You're getting good information, and that's important. Uh, Shane Steichen has had a good track record when it comes to helping build up successful quarterbacks, uh, helped Phillip Rivers go to three Pro Bowls in four seasons as his quarterback coach, Justin Herbert, his rookie uh, offensive player of the year season, and of course, Jalen Hurts, who signed a big deal yesterday, five-year extension, $255 million, the new highest-paid player in the NFL um, the last couple of seasons in Philadelphia. We are going to take a break, but another market in the NFL that has had some major odds movement, comeback player of the year. We'll analyze that in a moment. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Guys, there is so much to bet on in the next 30 days, and we're here to help you out for a limited time. You can subscribe to VSEN for just $9.99. That gets you insight into daily baseball best bets, NBA and NHL postseason, the Kentucky Derby, as well as the upcoming draft. We're just nine days away. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made by every VEASAN show host and guest. You get tools like betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game. Plus, we now have a top VEASAN experts leaderboard as well to view betting records, profit, and ROI. You can see which VEASAN expert has the hot hand. Sign up now again, just $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Rolling along. With Michael Lombardi, I'm Stormy Bonantoni, and we're talking about a number of the NFL draft markets that have been on the move, but also another futures market took a turn today. Comeback player of the year after Bill's general manager, Brandon Bean, said DeMar Hamlin has been medically cleared. Excellent news for the Bill's safety. It's going to resume full activity. Yes, look at, okay, look at this odds board as we take it up. DeMar Hamlin was minus 280 this morning before we heard Brandon Bean talk. Now, minus 650. You know, and I think this is a great, great news that he can resume playing football. And obviously, if he just gets on the field, he is going to be the winner just because 
he doesn't have to, you know, the fact that he's made it back to the field is the comeback achievement of all time, right? He doesn't have to play good. He just has to get back on the field. Why would anybody bet Carson Wentz at 25 to 1 to be the comeback <laughs> player? He hasn't even signed with anybody. Like, why isn't he 100 to 1? How is Mac Jones 30 to 1 and Carson Wentz 25? Who sets this? This like, is the weirdest market like, of all of the futures market. It's like, how is like, Calvin Ridley at 25 to 1's great number? You know, Trey Lance might not even start. What's Keenan Allen coming back from? So, well, I mean, you could ask that about the player who won it last year. What did Geno Smith come back from? Well, he never you know? played. He like, came back from not having a career. He came back from not not playing. Is any of those who is it? like Jared Goff? He came back from just playing poorly. What what are these guys coming back from? But that's why this market is so vague. It doesn't make a ton of sense. But Demar Hamlin, to your point, Carson Wentz doesn't have a team. He doesn't even have a team. Like, he's not on a team. I, Cooper Cup at 25 to Well, that's why people are thinking, oh, you can get value on him now. He's not going to even play for anybody. Who's he playing for? Oh, goodness. Well, and that's the thing. So you look at the minus 650. Every other player on the board is 25 to 1 or longer. And there were some weird odds jumps as well with this news. So Hamlin makes the jump. But the guys who were... Like the next shortest shots on the board at the time were Tua Tunga Bailoa and Brees Hall. And Where now they're 35 to 1. So how they're is, not even on this first. How is sheet. Carson Wentz 25 to 1 over Tua? Like, you tell me. I don't know. We got to get, we and, have to get my man in here. We have to get my man in here, the defender of Tua of all time. <laughs> yeah, with his, you said that he's got Tua's um, jersey, jersey in a special jersey closet. Up. He has Justin Fields' jersey in a special it's all closet, set. too. Yeah. <laughs> we love Femi's Tua love. And you said, yeah, Justin Fields up there with him as well. But another thing to note about this, this odds board is so DeMar Hamlin, just as recent as. I would say a month and a half ago, he was around plus 125-ish, too, um, to have the selection. So some people could cash in on the plus money price if he gets to the field. But that's the thing. Still has to get to the field. Just because he's been fully cleared um, to get back to resuming football activities, which he will be doing today with the Bills, which is awesome news. At the end of the day, you still have to get onto the field. Yeah, so that's you have a, to. That's the and, second part. And I it. think he's got to be really careful. I mean, to me, this is this is something you want to take very slowly. Football's a violent sport, obviously. We saw that. And, you know, when that hit occurred, I don't think any of us thought it was that violent of a hit. But yet we don't – television kind of mask the violence that's actually on the field. It's one of the things about defensive linemen. Unless you're on the field, you don't really understand the violence between the offensive and defensive line. And I think it did that. So if he can just make it to the field, he's yep. going to get a lot of votes um, there. But I, I don't understand what – you know, I don't think we have a clear understanding of what is a comeback player. Like, yeah. What does it, it was it someone who got hurt last year and missed games? I mean, Derek Carr on the comeback player. How is that a comeback player? Well, that's that's the thing. That's why this market is so vague. There's not a clear delineation. I wish that we did have guidelines. That would be particularly yeah. I helpful. think we do need guidelines here. You know, like why isn't Justin Fields going to be up here for comeback player of the year? I mean, I, I love I this. Uh, you know, uh, somebody sent this to us through the the Visa email, and you know, it's it's true. I mean, when you study. Justin Fields's career and Davis Mills's career. Let me ask you, you, you let me ask you this question. Who's had a better career in the NFL, Davis Mills or Justin Fields? Davis Mills. You're right. I mean, you know, they both have played one Mills has played 28 games, Fields has played 27. Mills has thrown for 5700 yards, Fields has only thrown for 4100, right? Fields you has know, rushed for more, but <laughs> He's thrown one, one guy's thrown 25 interceptions. The other guy's thrown 21 and both of them are 
uh, Mills is five nineteen and one, and Fields is five five and twenty as starters. Okay. I mean, it's and like Mills is throwing better, and yet the Bears passed on the pick. They passed on Bryce Young, and and we're it, this. Let's frame it this way, okay, Stormy? The Bears passed on Bryce Young. The Texans would have picked Bryce Young, and they have the same quarterback that the Bears have. When you look at it statistically, think about that. That is an incredible thing to look back on. It comes down to misevaluating your own team. We got people out there that think Justin well, Fields is going to be the MVP well, of the league, and that comes back to when and where he was drafted, right? Because yeah, it's all Davis about Mills when and where. Yeah. high draft pick. Yeah, Mills is a third, so exactly. he's no good, and Fields is the eleventh pick from Ohio State. And this is what you have. I mean, Fields is a, 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 a he's a fifty nine, and I keep saying this to everybody who wants to have a conversation about the Bears on the futures market. When you when you look at these numbers and you understand it, like the Bears were minus eight and a half, they last in the league in, in point differential, minus eight and a half, along with the Colts. Colts averaged thirty five passes a game. The Bears averaged twenty two. They didn't even want them to throw the ball because of these numbers. So for me, you know, I why isn't he a comeback player of the year? Well, because he's going to have to come back from a bad two years. Well, and I know your boy Femi loves this, so don't call. So don't just start lumping me in with Femi on the Justin Fields love train because I do not have a love affair. But I understand the argument of well, you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, who went from being Jalen Hurts didn't have these bad numbers, but he did have bottom tier of the league completion percentage, no QBR, doubt. and I mean okay. those things don't go away. And he you got it, from, you got those bag of excuses. I'm, ju- I'm, has too. I'm just I'm just saying that it does happen. I'm not saying that it's going to happen to Justin Fields, but that those situations have happened in the past. So you it's not end up creating a story or a narrative, which is what we're doing in this draft about these quarterbacks. We're creating a story and a narrative that we're trying to justify them. And even though at the end of the year, we didn't have that story or narrative, but there's such desperation to try to fill the need at quarterback that you're creating a narrative that's not even true. I mean, you know, we all said at the end of the year, you did a ton of college football. We all said that, you know, Anthony Richardson's a great talent, but he needs to go back to school. Mm -hmm. And here he is now. We're talking about him as a fifth or sixth pick in the draft. Are we serious? How do we have that? And we haven't played a game since we said that. Just physical tools. Yeah, I mean, physical tools. physical tools. It's the momentum carrying it through, which to me, you know, if you're going to bet a comeback player of the year, A, I don't know what determines it, and B, obviously, if Hamlin gets to the field, he should win it, like you talked about before on Alex Smith. Yeah, and so that that was the first thing that came to mind for me, but the the difference obviously being that Alex Smith did end up (laughs) playing and playing very, very well, but the thought process behind betting Alex Smith that year was that, he nearly lost his leg. He nearly lost his life oh, from the infection yeah. to his to his right leg. If he just takes a snap, you have to give this guy comeback player of the year. And that's very much so how it feels with DeMar Hamlin, who on that Monday night football game against the Bengals, suffered cardiac arrest, lost his heartbeat, had to be resuscitated on the field, immediately shuttled off to the hospital, was out there in Cincinnati for a long time, um, which was, I mean, you think about too, I know we're so far removed from it now, but just how fortunate you are to have an incident like that happen in an NFL stadium where yeah. you have all of that medical personnel right. at your disposal. Well, remember they said after an, incredible, an, they said that if you were going to have what he had, the two places to have it would have been on that football field or in the emergency room. Yeah, and just, they were identical. Unbelievable. So, you know, yeah, hat off. And, and the fact that he wants to keep trying to play, you know, it, to me is just shows you his competitive nature and, and the fact that, the, the support that he gained, really, he united everyone around him. And 
look, that game became meaningless the minute that happened. We yeah. all knew it, and they did the right thing by canceling the game and moving forward. If not DeMar Hamlin, sprinkle on a couple of these 25, 35 to ones, any names you like? I don't even know who I like in this. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I love Bryce Hall. I think he's going to be a good player, especially when they get yep. here. I don't, I mean, how is Trey Lance 20? He's not even guaranteed to be the starter. I mean, how, I mean, Lamar Jackson, if he has a great year, why wouldn't he be the comeback player if, if, if this qualifies? I don't get how Keenan Allen's a comeback. I know he missed games with a hamstring, but I guess if you just miss games, you you get D- Damian Pierce. Well, he had the Zion Williamson hamstring, so just wouldn't no go away. No one's had that hamstring. That hamstring has to go to medical science. I mean, we need to do a, like a complete do- – and then the, the GM defends him for it out there, not coming back from it. Nobody says he's out of shape. Like, he's done nothing since he had the hamstring. I mean, you know. He's just not feeling, he's just not feeling like He's himself. not Zion. Yeah, I don't know what a Zion is. I, I love that. How would you like to sign those checks? Listen, we are, we're not talking Pelicans, but we are talking NBA yes. when we come back. We have three games coming up tonight as round one continues in the NBA postseason. Still lots more NFL to go, though, on the Lombardi line. Keep it locked right here. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the authorized gaming partner of the NBA, hits the court with a special playoff parlay insurance offer. Place a one-game parlay of four legs or more to get back a bonus bet up to $25 if you miss one leg. Enjoy the playoffs like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions. We've got boosted odds specials and parlay selection features throughout the entire postseason. Log in now or sign up and opt in to get a $25 bonus bet if one leg of your one-game parlay 
falls short. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager new and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, and New York. We've got mm. three games coming up tonight in mm-hmm. the NBA. Ga- we got two good games. I mean, I don't know how the Boston series, you know, I think we kind of know what Boston Atlanta is going to be. I-, I guess the question I would ask, I asked somebody in the NBA today about this is, how serious do you think Atlanta is in trading Trey Young? Well, I feel like they, I, I wouldn't flack them for it if they were serious about it. Yeah, I he mean, hasn't been what they needed. He's him to a be. volume shooter. He, he, you know, he's not. A, he's not a great. You can see his teammates. There's no connectivity between him. I, I think they'll be shocked at the market that that the perception out there on Trey Young based on the value they could get back. I, I, I would. It's going to be interesting to see how desperate they are to try to rid themselves of him if they would take less because I don't I think if if just based on value what the perceived value is mm-hmm. and what the real value is may be dramatically different and I bring that up because I think to me this series as it goes on I think Boston obviously I know Atlanta made a comeback in that but Boston will will win this one and then I think the Hawks will clearly shake up and redefine their organization I don't I, this is a game this is one of those where you can't imagine that Atlanta – can Atlanta win one game? Sure. Can they win three, four? No. Well, and this is another one of those instances where I feel like it's a good bet if you want to, like, save yourself betting them Boston to win 4-0 or to win the series 4-1, both plus money prices. You're going to end up profitable whether the outcome is one way or the other. And it very much so feels like this. that's the way this is going to go. I mean, Boston in the series, 25, minus 2,500 favorite. Game two is coming up at TD Garden tonight. Um, the first game we saw, just a total blowout. It was a wrap at halftime. Boston led 74 to 48. They were up as many as 32 at one point. End up winning and covering the 10 pretty easily. The spread today, 10 and a half. Um, and, and so here's the thing. I actually do think that there's an angle to bet this game. Um I could see Boston again kind of having that boat race style in the first half, getting out to another big lead, and then maybe let your foot off the gas a little bit in the second half, just try to play defense enough to make sure that you secure the win. The way that Atlanta was shooting, I I don't think that they're going to be that bad from three again. What were they, five of 29 from range? They were 39% shooting from the floor. Yeah, Boston's defense is good, but like – I, I could very much so see Boston getting out to a significant lead at halftime again and then just trying yeah. to do enough to win and get out of the game. Yeah, to me, the uh, I, I don't disagree. I think, you know, the one thing about Atlanta is as much as we could be critical of Trey Young and his shot volume and all that, there's moments when they get hot, they're going to, you know, they're going right. to be hard to play as we as Miami learned, you know. And so I, I think ultimately you've got to, def- you know, Boston's got to do a good job of defending that. But I just can't imagine it's going to happen over a four-game series. I think, to me, this is a 4-1. I don't know what the odds are to bet Boston 4-1, to but I'm still, it's still plus money. Uh, thinking Atlanta could possibly steal yeah, a win. Yeah, I think it's plus 185. 185. So, you see, to me, these plus are – you, keep, you, me, yeah. you keep bringing this up, and I think this is where the money is to be made in the betting market is on the series prices. You know, whether it's 4-0 or 4-1, you're making money. Mm-hmm. And you know, and stay away from the 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 uh, the other elements of it. Stay away from that, you know. And look, the series minus two fifty, but two twenty five hundred, 
25, you know, yeah. there's no money to be made there. <laughs> no, not so, at all. And I mean, even the under five and a half games for the series is minus 260. So, like, I'd rather be guaranteeing my, I mean, and it's ne- nothing is a lock, nothing is a guarantee. But the way that we very firmly see this series playing out is that at most Atlanta is going to win one game. Right. And to me, transitioning into the next game, which is Cleveland, this is must win for Cleveland, yep. right? I mean, Cleveland can't go back to Madison Square Garden down 0-2. This is, you've got to pull out all the stops. And, you know, when you break down the last game, I mean, look, the, the Knicks were good in transition. Points per play, they were unbelievable. Points per possession, steals, you know, live rebound. They did everything that they had to do in that game. I think it was five and a half when they played it. Now it's up to six and a half. Yep. And the totals ticked up as well um, from 213.5 to 214.5. Knicks, a minus 160 favorite to win the series with this 1 0 lead. Where I thought that they really excelled as well, Michael, was those second chance points. I mean, they're the best rebounding team in the league, but the way that they were in certain moments, especially on the offensive glass, made a huge difference in them winning that game. Yeah, it did. And and their energy and their ability to play in, in almost a desperation mode. They they were on all loose balls in that game. Now Cleveland's got to play that way. And I think every the betting market is is anticipating that Donovan Mitchell's just going to take this game over and you know and will the Cavaliers to a victory. And the Cavs typically during the season what they were the second best defensive team in the league mm-hmm. this year. But it didn't look like it the other night. I, I expect Jules Randall, I know he didn't play great but down the stretch, he made a few plays. They're going to have to give an answer to Brunson. I mean, what are they going to do with Brunson? How do they take Brunson out of the game? And the one thing about these seven-game series with a coach like Thibodeau, you know, you got to – and Bickerstaff, you've got to figure out what are the adjustments that they're going to make. And I think depth of the Knicks, too, has played to their favor. I'm trying to look at the minutes right now from the box score and – they didn't get a ton from their bench. Like that's well, another- Toppin gave them some good minutes. That was the one guy that gave them good minutes, and they needed it because I think Randall wasn't in the rhythm yet with the ankle. I think he's to me. I anticipate him to have a better game this game in terms of a complete game. But Toppin, I thought, was a big difference in that game. Hit that corner three, was on the offensive glass, ran the court well. Transition defense was not good for Cleveland in that game. Yeah, uh, and Jalen Brunson, to your point, was a matchup problem at 27 points in the win. Uh, 101-97, the final in that one. So we'll see how things play out tonight. I'm particularly interested in this Clippers-Suns game. Yeah, I know you are. Because You know I love Kawhi. You have to. And game one was such a reminder of, I mean, because we never see him largely in the regular season, yeah. <laughs> you kind of forget how dominant of a player Kawhi Leonard can be. He's as good as it gets in the two-way game. And the way that he was able to not only score and be productive, 38 points on 54% shooting, he played almost the whole game, and then also Ding up Kevin Durant. And just his ability to to lock somebody down late in a game when they need to score points is just really, really impressive to me. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, and Durant still was plus four in the game with 27 yeah. points. He played Durant plays 45 minutes the other night. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that wasn't like we talk about Kawhi's minutes. I mean, Durant wasn't off the court, but for three minutes yeah. in the game and it's same, same with Booker. I mean, Booker played 43 minutes, but, and you know, when you look at that box score, you know, they shoot 48% from the four. They just didn't make their threes. They did not shoot the ball well from three point range. I mean, they got 18 out of, out of, uh, out of uh, DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, I think their bench has got to come through and play better. I think that was the one area they, their bench didn't play to the level they needed to play. Shamit only had four points. He was minus 14 on the game. 
Um, and you talk about Katie. Yes, he still had 27 points, 11 assists, nine rebounds. But what I kept looking at was the last couple minutes of the game, like five minutes left in this game, your team really needs you to step yeah. up. And in clutch time, you didn't get a shot off. Yeah, I, I think to me, we never talk about this, but I think the wear and tear of not playing in the season, you know, with some of these guys, I mean, Durant's been hurt quite a bit. So is Kawhi. At the end of these games, are they really ready to play at the end of these games? Are there, are there bodies, the wear and tear of the season? You need that in the last five minutes. You know, we saw that last night. We saw that last night with Fox, the last five minutes of the game. He was ready to play. And some of these guys that haven't played a whole season, you know, that you play 45 minutes and you haven't played and you're playing at this intense level because there's no rest in these playoff games. I mean, you can't kind of coast your way along. And, and when the energy they extended to get back into the game, you know, that they needed to do to get back in the game in the third period when they started, that, that wears you in the last five minutes of the game. When I look at this spread, and I don't want to wow. be too prisoner of the moment based seems, on game one. It's a trap. That's to too me, many points, though, it in seems my brain. Like, yeah, I know, Stormy, but this is one of those where it's a trap. Just like, stay I'm away. not going down that road. <laughs> I'm not going down that road. Like, to me... You know, this is oh my God! The Clippers just beat them. They, there's no way they're going to lose. They're going to be eight and a half point lose. I, I think it's a trap. Well, so here, like, ah, I just, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But I feel like the Suns are going to win this game because there's no way in my brain that. But look that at that group money line. Guys, you can't play the money line here. No, you can't. But that's why I'm saying I, I think the Suns are going to win. But it just eight and a half points feels like too many. After the Clippers just had a five, I think there's a mentality in. that that people think, well, we got we accomplished what we wanted to. We have home court now. We're going to go home and take it easy. I think you double down. I think the Knicks have to play their best game. I think you double down. I think this is like you, there's no you can't back off. Kind of like Sacramento. Exactly, and double did. down on it. Yeah. All right. Oh man, I want to keep going. We got to take a break. Back here on the Lombardi Line in a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.